This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. What is going on, San Diego? Welcome into Gwen and Chris on this Thursday afternoon. Not a lot going on in sports today, I must say, but the Holiday Bowl is a little bit closer. UCLA, Oregon will face off. No, not UCLA. Gosh, that we're was... We were just talking about we were, UCLA. That, see, that's what happened. You brought up UCLA and then North I'm, Carolina. North Carolina. I knew it was a blue team, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess they do have the same color blue. <laughs> North Carolina, Oregon, at Petco Park. This will be the first one. Remember last year uh, before the, the UCLA team I mentioned... Got on the bus and took their football and went home. And my man Ello just has not say, forgiven them since. Do we need, want to bring this up right now? UCLA is uh, <laughs> is a dirty word around the Holiday Bowl, or dirty letters around the Holiday Bowl people. It's interesting because the new director of the uh, Holiday Bowl, every year they have a new president who runs the uh, Redcoats. And uh, this year it's a lady by the name of Sherry Park. And uh, she's a UCLA grad. Oh, man. And uh, she spoke last night at the uh, director's dinner and was saying that, uh, or actually, uh, it was the Joel Klatt was there from Fox Sports. He was kind of the M- MC of the event. And he said, what's up with you Holiday Bowl people? UCLA spurns your game, and then you select somebody from UCLA to be <laughs> your, your president this year. So, nice so, so it was that. it was brought up in some in some manner. Yeah, That's, but uh, she's a she's a great president and a tremendously nice lady. But uh, she is a UCLA honk, <laughs> and they're not they're not too pleased with UCLA around there still. No, I, I even I, a year later, I imagined uh, you especially you you spurn uh, a place that's having their first you know in a new venue. Yeah, and it doesn't even get to happen. I imagine there would be quite a few people upset with that. Major League Baseball continues to roll with signings. Not a not a huge one, not a big one, but Adam Frazier is going to the Orioles. Good Orioles. to see the Orioles trying to compete, right? I mean they they had the surprising season last year in which they were in playoff contention at least into July. I would say maybe yeah. even later than that. Think uh, about the Padres. They used to get Adam Frazier's in free agency. Now they get Xander Bogarts's. It's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. What did, they, what did the kids say? There's levels to this? Yeah. And uh, apparently uh, the Padres have advanced to that next level, bringing in the likes of Xander Bogarts. But uh, certainly uh, free agent con- free agency continues to roll. We talked about it yesterday. National League West 
It's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know that the move yesterday makes the Giants a contender in the National League West, but it certainly, I think, puts them in a wild card uh, scenario. Remember, there's an extra spot now. Can you tell all my Giants friends from the Bay Area that they are not going to finish higher than the Padres because someone offered me a $200 bet that the Giants are going to be better in the record department than the Padres next year. Were these the same friends that were kind of ho-hum about the whole Carlos Correa signing? Uh, they weren't so ho hum. They were like, um, "It's not going to save us." But they think they're going to be finished but with a better do, record. But than now the that they thought about it, <laughs> okay, it's Carlos Correa is going to bring everyone else in. He's going to elevate the team, and they're going to finish with more wins than the Padres. I don't believe that the this Giants is very San Francisco like. <laughs> I mean, right? Look, look, all you have to do is follow Scraby and the way he has followed his football team this year. I don't know why this gets <laughs> brought because you know what? The Dolphins fans are just as annoying. Colts fans are just as annoying. Nobody's Buffalo as Bills annoying fans as, are just nobody as annoying. Is, no one is as annoying as a 49er fan. I, I think and here's the thing with the 49ers and you all year long. When they started the season slowly, Jimmy G was the worst quarterback in the I history never said of football. That. Trey Lance couldn't play. They're never going to win a game. Then Trey Lance got hurt. Then you're like, oh, please, Jimmy G, save us. <laughs> this is not me, <laughs> The 49ers oh, please, stumbled Jimmy along G. and they were 500. Well, now the 49ers well, six in a row, are baby. running around like giant. And you're acting like that. That was, you just made my point for me. You just made my point for me. You spent the whole year crying and whining and I complaining did not personally. about the whole 49er situation. Now you're walking around like you're, you know what, doesn't stink. And that's that's the annoyance of a 49er fan, is that when the 49ers are bad, their fans cry and drive you crazy. And when the 49ers are good... They're cocky and more annoying than when they were bad. The thing think... is, the thing is that 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 Scraby <laughs> is not alone in this. I know a few. Oh yeah, Bay Area, no, absolutely, folks. Um, some in our same business that do the same thing. When the team is good, man, you can't tell them nothing. They you are, can't say you a can't word say to a these word people. to them. Scraby has been walking around here. <laughs> With his chest puffed out for six straight weeks, and he's and he's got his forty nine er shirt underneath his jacket, and he's and he's he's running smack. He's sending tweets every time the forty nine ers beat a certain team. <laughs> I've been trying not to. Do he's that. just out of control, and it, it gets to the point where, like tonight, the forty nine ers are playing the Seahawks, and I have a feeling they're going to lose. Of course you do, <laughs> and they play terrible in Seattle. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with the forty nine ers. Their fans are so annoying that it makes me want, them want to, to run out and buy a Seahawks shirt <laughs> just to wear today. Yeah, for, for, just one, for one, one day. day. I'll throw it away tomorrow because I don't care at all about the Seahawks. But for one day, the Seahawks become your second favorite team. You know, your number one team is your team, and then your second favorite team who's ever playing the 49ers. It has been like this for longer than you've been alive, Scraby. It, it's it's all I, because I was going to college before you were alive. I know I've heard about 49er your friends. roommates. Absolutely used to drive us crazy, and all of us used to go out on the weekend and buy pennants for whatever back team. Back in the day, you didn't you couldn't get jerseys and you couldn't get all that stuff, but we would get pennants and hang them up all over the house. To root for these other teams, and then the 49ers would crush the team, and we'd throw it away, and then we'd get new pennants the following week. We've all hated the 49ers for so long, and it has nothing to do with the actual team no. itself. It has to do with the people I, who follow. I'll the give team. you. I'll give you a good example, and it's and it's not just the 49ers; it's all Bay Area teams. 
Steph Curry is probably the most likable individual, maybe in all sports. Maybe. But I I personally, I know a lot of people can't stand his team, mainly because of the fans. Probably because of the fans. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's... I mean, Warriors fans were so wonderful to be around for they about were 25 years. Because <laughs> they didn't win. When they were doormats. I loved Warriors fans. They couldn't say a word. But the minute that they became champions... Their fans became intolerable. Well, not only have they become champions, they become a dynasty, and that just makes it all the worse. Well, I, I think, and I'm not calling Padres fans horrible. Well, I'm not comparing them to 49ers fans or Warriors fans, but when a team goes from terrible to good, you feel yourself <laughs> as a fan. I think that's, I think that's true. You I think feel that's yourself. Because it's finally like, wow, I can actually This is what this feels like? Oh, and, my God. And my team can but, back but, up but, my but, trash but, talk. But back up just a second. You don't have to talk trash. You can just enjoy the success of your team without being a jerk about it. What? And 49er fans, Warrior fans, are jerks about it. They somehow think that the success of their team makes them as people better individuals. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily there's think just that's no truth true. To that at all. I don't think that's true at all, Chris. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that. And, and for the record, why I, am I going to be cheering for the Seahawks tonight? I don't why, know. That's why your would choice. I have any other? Re- no, it's not a choice. It's it's a must. It's an absolute must. I can't stand. I think, I think Chris is on the subject. Walking in here tomorrow well, with a seventh consecutive victory and an and NFC talking about West the greatest title. quarterback in the history of oh football. Oh my gosh! Brock Purdy has become gone from Mister Irrelevant to the next Joe Montana he really has. in one and a half. Yeah. Did you know that Michael Irvin said it reminds him? He reminds him of Tom Brady. No, bro. Like that is a lot. That's to coming from to. that's coming from a diehard Cowboy fan. Too. I couldn't that's, believe. What he said? Yeah, no. We'll, listen, we're, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, see. Right. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Right. And but Chris record, is definitely on to something. For the now. record, I never cried about uh, Jimmy G. I was always on a. I was a Jimmy G supporter. He was my guy. So I had. I you cried him. about this football team the first month and a half of the season, though. And well, they were they underperforming. Catch, they couldn't catch a break. He, he, he definitely when Trey Lance was. Hurt, yeah, he was crying. And this when guy Trey got Lance hurt. And that guy wasn't playing well, and this guy's not playing well. And then Debo Samuels gets hurt, and your your first response is, well, he doesn't score enough touchdowns anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's mainly because he was on my fantasy <laughs> team this year. Brutal fans. Those are absolutely brutal fans. You're not even concerned with the well-being of the guy. Uh, All it is is, I mean, he, just, he doesn't score enough touchdowns. I don't know. Debo Samuels I don't terrible. know. Dolphins fans are a little on Twitter. Dolphins fans I'm not talking about you, Chris. From and Dolphins At fans first, haven't been heard from. In 50 years yeah, that's, since, been they, a while. since they had the uh, undefeated season. They, and they still hang on to that, and that is pretty annoying, I must admit. But that's all they have to hang on to because the Dolphins haven't done a thing since then. So I don't believe there's much comparison between the two. Uh, a few injury notes. Steph Curry goes out last night with a shoulder injury. They're calling it a labral Labrum, excuse me. Labrum tear. Labrum tear. Oh, wow, that's bad. Yeah, they didn't call it a tear. A they just said it's an, in, an injury. He won't even be reevaluated for two weeks. So he, yeah. he's done for, for a little bit. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of people enjoying the somewhat demise of the Warriors. I mean, after all, they're only 2-12 and 12 on the road. And with Curry going out, it's going to be a while before they get back to contention. But as we know, in the NBA, all they have to do is finish in the top 10 of the Western Conference, and they're going to make a playoff spot. And postseason, it, I don't care what their record was during the regular season. That's not a team you want to run into. No, as it, long as they're healthy, it's not. But you know, it does. It does. Um, at least it makes me think about these dynasties and these runs. 
It, it, they all end the same way, with the exception of the Bulls, who basically ended right at the top peak. And they and, and they disbanded themselves. They disbanded themselves because I yes. mean the reality is, if had they kept going, they would have eventually met the same. Right, they would have finally frittered out. Frittered out, bit. right? But yeah. they all end the same way. You get your young nucleus. Your young nucleus blossoms, hopefully, into what these you know a Golden State team did, and then they start to get older, and the body starts to yeah. you know not quite cooperate the way it has and uh certainly Golden State is going to miss Steph Curry. I I don't know that they're good enough now to sustain him being out like they could in the past. When when you had a Clay Thompson in, at his peak, when you had a Draymond Green at his peak. I don't know that this team can can handle as you said they're already only 2 and 12 on the road with a healthy Steph Curry. So this that injury will certainly uh play, play a big part and the gridiron Jets quarterback Back uh, Matt White, right? Is it Matt White? Mike. Mike White. Man, just butchering his name today. Uh, he said he there is no doubt he will play uh, in this next game. So um, for those who were holding out hope that Zach Wilson would, would get a start, uh, he is not going to get a start, according to Mike White. According to the sources around the 49ers as well, uh, Brock Purdy is going to play tonight. He I'm going to need old uh, Brock to play. He was a little questionable. Who would the 49ers go to if he oh, can't Oh, man, play? I have no idea. Scrabby. That's a great question, Chris, because I have no idea who the fourth-string quarterback of the team is. Yeah. Can, can Kyle do it? Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Throw him in there. <laughs> man. Yeah. He's going to play. This so. is a big game. For, by the way, it's a big game for the Seahawks tonight. They're, they're two games behind... The Niners, a loss here would pretty much end their fate. In well, terms it gives of, the division to yeah, the 49ers yeah, yeah, if they win it. Yeah. And the other thing is the Seahawks yeah. are trying. Yes, we know Stray, that it gives the 49ers <laughs> By the, the way, division. Josh Johnson, it. Josh Johnson's to, the backup. You don't need to keep oh, yeah, telling yeah, yeah. me. We know that the 49ers are good. Did you know they can win the division tonight? <laughs> I just know that if Seattle. You're only proving Chris's point, by the I'm way. I'm just being annoying at this point. <laughs> no, you're is, not being which annoying. Is you're being you. This isn't, a special, this isn't a special occasion. You're not acting. Oh, yeah, I'm way. putting this on right now. I mean, this is actually you normally. Yeah, so no, this it, isn't a surprise. Scraby, Scraby, as soon as I walked in the door today, I just sensed that Scraby was going to be in one of these type of moves. I've been waiting since the He's, minute I woke he had up. His, he had his hoodie on his head. He was like slumped down in his chair. Yeah. And he just kind of rolled his eyes over at me when I opened the door. Let's I was like, ready oh, for game day. I was like, oh, it's Grinch day, you, huh? Man, I hope that the Seahawks win the game. On a bad call tonight. Oh, where it hurts the most. The officials. Ah, I hope they just butcher a call later. <laughs> maybe, they'll, maybe they'll not call a foul like you did the other night. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. And you disparaged our, what was it, the Mar Vista coach? I didn't disparage him in any way. Showed him love, actually. I just didn't call a foul. <laughs> I disparaged the guy. All right, we uh, short show today, if you haven't guessed by now. Yes, Thursday Night Football, 49ers, Seahawks. I actually know because we've been talking about this whole segment. Usually I, I look like a deer in the headlights when I get Cardinals to that point. <laughs> it's a red team. It's a red team. No, Niners, Seahawks, Thursday Night Football. Switch you to 430. More Gwen and Chris on the way. We'll talk a little bit more about this holiday bowl and, and and the two teams that are participating. We're going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed, we are uh, less than two weeks away from uh, this year's SDCCU Holiday Bowl at Petco Park. It's coming up on Wednesday, December the 28th, 5 p.m., University of Oregon. From the Pac-12, University of North Carolina, from the ACC, tickets in the end zone start at $55. The ultimate tailgate field tickets includes exclusive access to the Holiday Bowl field, party deck, tailgate games, and two private cash bars on the playing field, as well as all-inclusive food. Now you've got my attention. Also non-alcoholic beverages. Visit Padres.com slash Holiday Bowl for more information on San Diego's ultimate holiday party. You had some uh, red coat festivities yesterday. They had a little uh, big uh, red coat dinner last night. My wife is a Holiday Bowl red coat, serving in her second year, getting ready for her first game. I feel bad. She's still upset about what happened last year. But, uh, no, they're all excited, and they had a nice dinner down there at the Marriott last night. And uh, as part of the uh, festivities, they had a couple of guests, one from the University of North Carolina, which was former Charger running back Natron Means. Remember Natron Means My favorite childhood yeah. running back right there. And every there. time they would show the highlights on prime time, Chris Berman would go, Natron means business. Natron can run hard. He looks like he can still run hard. And uh, the uh, the player representing the University of Oregon, guy by the name of Kenyon Barner. Oh, I remember Barner. Barner played at Oregon. Got drafted by and, the Panthers, uh, I believe. He was originally drafted by the Panthers. But here's the story on Kenyon Barner. He walked up on stage last night to shake hands with the uh, MC Joel Klatt, and you could not see Kenyon Barner, the back of his hand. The reason you could not see the back of his hand is because it was being covered almost completely by his Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl ring from a couple of years ago. This thing is the size of... Of uh, of the back of your hand, it is it is incredible. Uh, after the uh, dinner was over, Kenyon Barner was walking out, and uh, he walked by us. And one of the ladies that uh, we were talking said, "Oh, I want to see your ring, of course." And I said, uh, "Boy, I bet you're the first that's ever asked him that." And uh, he was very kind and uh, took his ring off and showed it to her. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl ring not only is a ring. But the top of it twists off, 
and inside of it is a is a uh, what do I remember? Some rubies, of, depiction of the stadium no, the along with a diamond. It, it's absolutely incredible. But here, Kenyon Barner is a running back. All right, he yep. plays. He's played in the National Football League on and off for seven or eight years. Kenyon Barner has three Super Bowl rings. He won one with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017. He snuck another one with the New England Patriots in 2018, wow. got on their roster right at the end of the year, and then with Tampa Bay again in 2020. So I was talking to him about that. I said, man, you are like the luckiest person ever. And he goes, no, I'm not lucky. I am beyond blessed. <laughs> I mean, imagine, all, you, know, you think of the likes of Dan Marino, played in only one Super Bowl, never won one. Phillip Rivers never made it. Phillip Rivers never made it. I mean, there's so many great, great NFL players who've never even touched the field in a Super Bowl. Kenyon Barner, a basically a backup running back, who right now is a free agent, uh, has won three Super Bowl rings now. Uh, I, I this guy is a bit of a lucky charm, and as I just mentioned, he's a free agent right now. He's not with a team. The Bucks have released him a month or so ago, and uh, we were asking him, "Is he going to come to the Holiday Bowl?" And he goes, "I hope not." <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, goes, I'm working. Trying to, I, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to hook on with a team right now. I think the Dolphins ought to sign him just for good luck. I mean, this guy just sign him as a backup running back and a punt returner and put him on your roster. I mean, wherever he goes, he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I mean three Super Bowl rings. That's incredible, uh, unbelievable. I, my buddy uh, Quentin Berry has a, is is in a similar. He didn't win the the two World Series he went to in back to back, right? But he got one out of it. And to, yeah, to be you know not necessarily a guy that is in your you know your first nine or twelve guys on the roster. And to find your way in that position, right, is exactly what you said. Is it's beyond blessed, is what it is. Yeah. That's a that's a. By the way, football, in terms of gaudiness, they do the best when it comes to their rings. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's the not Tampa even Bay close. Buccaneers ring. I don't know what the one that the L.A. Rams won last year. I don't know how they could have made it any bigger. Theirs was crazy too. Than I, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one from a couple of years ago, but uh, yeah, the uh, the Super Bowl ring that Kenyon Barner had was uh, glaring from across the room. But he's got three, so it, it, that's just an amazing thing and uh, really a nice guy. Uh, Natron Means was tremendous. It was fun to be at the dinner last night getting ready for the Holiday Bowl, which hasn't been played not only in two years. It hadn't been played in three years because two years ago it was just canceled, you know, like all the games were because of the COVID. Then last year. And two years, ago, two years ago, it was still would have, would it, would it have been a would have been a That would have been a Qualcomm, Qualcomm I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah. Uh, but they never got that game. Uh, the last Holiday Bowl that was even played was in 2019 yeah. between USC and Iowa. So it's good to have the Holiday Bowl back, and it should be uh, special once again down at Petco Park. And uh, they did a great job, the Padres and uh, all the people involved putting that uh, event on. Uh, they did everything they could last year to make it special, and uh, it just didn't it didn't come off. So, you know, whatever. Whatever, Dave Marcus, <laughs> you and your UCLA Bruins. Speaking of, speaking of Dave Marcus, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard the conversation at our holiday party, but he was convinced until Coach Contera came over and burst his bubble that the Regents were going to somehow block UCLA oh, from, yeah, sure. from dipping out to the Big Ten. And Coach, you know, 
<laughs> Coach had a source and uh, basically told him that that was a done deal. And sure enough, we get done with the show last day. It was actually towards the back end of our show. It might have been the last 20 minutes of it. The vote came down. I think it was 10-5 in favor of allowing them to go. Yeah. There's going to be some concessions in terms of uh, – what UCLA is going to have to provide to students in order to make it work, because there are going to be times where they have to just stay on the on the Midwest or East Coast or wherever it is they're playing. Right. Uh, Which comes out of our pockets, by the way, taxpayers' money, because I read the article earlier today. I have not read the article. I don't yes. know that. I they have a confirm. Berkeley tax, too, because Cal's left there, and they're the only other UC school and, left and there. And some of the money has to go to Berkeley, right? Some of the money has to go to Berkeley to make up for the money that they're going to lose because UCLA and USC left They're not going to lose any money because going to the Big Ten is going right. to get them another an additional $40 million per year but, in television revenue. Yeah. So even though you think you're paying for it, maybe you are. I don't know, but they're they're going to have an a, an excess forty million dollars around the other side, which is in, why which the, is why they're leaving, right? Which is why the regions couldn't or didn't want to, right? Didn't want to stop. Them. Apparently, stop their them. football program is in major debt, so that's another reason why they left. That they I don't pay know, off the debt. You are really the bearer of bad news. No, today, it's just it's just I, I don't I don't really like that uh, taxpayer money is going towards the. Uh, are we sure? One hundred percent sure about that. I read the article. Or we have anybody else as fired up as you are about to be right now. I don't know. Let me reread it. <laughs> Let me reread it just to make sure. I'm not saying that you didn't read it right. I'm just saying let's. I may have not. I was very just, angry reading yeah, the article. Yeah, I, I can tell you're still you're still quite quite irritated about it. Well, I, I don't really care what UCLA or USC do. It doesn't really affect me. The big interest for me is what San Diego, San Diego State, State is going yep. to do, and. I, what you do know, you think, though? There, well, I don't know for sure. There's a lot. There's there's two schools here of thought. One is the Aztecs should jump right into the spot vacated by UCLA and go into the Pac-12 and be part of a major conference. You know, with the Oregon's and the Washingtons and Stanford's and Cal's and and even without USC and UCLA, I believe the Pac-12 as it's currently constructed is still. Interesting enough for the Aztecs to be a part yeah, of yeah. and is a huge step up. But, but, yeah, I just don't know that the Pac 12 is going to continue to be constructed this way. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people who will tell you out there that now that USC and UCLA are for sure gone, Oregon will leave, Washington will leave, Stanford and Cal will follow them out the door, Arizona and Colorado and Utah could be plucked out by the Big 12. There's so many people who think it's a complete doomsday scenario now for the Pac-12. So if the Aztecs do jump on that ship, will it sink will it be with them on it? Right. And that's the thing. And that's why I think that the Big 12 for the Aztecs is a safer bet. Because I don't think the Big 12 is going anywhere. I think the Big 12 is more likely to pluck some Pac-12 schools than the Pac-12 is likely to pluck Big 12 schools. Boy, i got to be careful saying that word over <laughs> Yes, <over> please. <laughs> but, yes, you do. So that's my big thing, and I, I think J.D. Wicker and the Regents, or whoever they are at San Diego There's, State, have to really think this through. This is going to be a make-or-break decision it, by San it, Diego State, really one way or the be. other, because I think within 10 more years, maybe less, there's probably going to be 75 to 80 Division One major college football programs. And I think that they're going to be in the ACC, they're going to be in the SEC, they're going to be in the Big Ten, the Big 12, 
and maybe the Pac-12, maybe not. You know, because and the Aztecs need to be a part of whatever that is. Well, here's the thing: is is there so many tentacles to this? You don't know what the Big Ten's ultimate play is. Is their play to try to one up the SEC by bringing in some of these institutions that, from an academic standpoint, are on a higher level, right? And and that would be really your only leg up on that you could take from the SEC because in terms of the competition and the football, I think they have they have surrounded the area on that on that particular well, point. Well, the Big Ten has already gone nationwide, right? right. I now, mean, and Rutgers, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to have a Big as far Ten on west. The east coast as you can be. Right. USC and UCLA as far in the West Coast as you can be. They've they got can, everything in the middle. And that, that's one thing SEC can't say, is right. that they, they are pretty much this, this The SEC is this, still regionalized, this. although they're less so now that Oklahoma and Texas are going to go to the SEC. But, I mean, if the Big Ten were to add Oregon and Washington and Stanford and Cal, along with USC and UCLA, then they got plenty of schools out here in the West. they got Big plenty Ten of West, in Big the East, Ten East, Big Ten Middle, yep. whatever you want to call it. I... I, I if I was the Aztecs, I would be doing everything I could to try to get my foot in the door at the Big 12. you got to do it too I'm early. I'm just too concerned like. that the Pac-12 isn't going to make it. I, I'm just too concerned. I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, there's there's some people who say the Pac-12 is going to be great and they're going to just move right along and still be a power conference. A lot of people who don't think that's going to happen. I think that what we do know is that you're not going to be able to predict this because you just don't know how everybody's going to react no. on certain situations. So that's so. why you have to take the safe bet and go to the Big Twelve. I believe, I just if wanna... you can. I mean, it doesn't mean they're it, just because you want to doesn't mean they want you. I just want to clear this up before we go to break. Um, there's nothing that says it's not tax money. There's nothing that says it is tax money, but. The Regents, is it the Regents of UCLA? Are those like the people that make this? Are the, uh, U, yes. the UC Regents? I think that's just the the UC like people umbrella. Yes, right. Okay. So they have um, outlined an 11 point list that allows $12.2 million to be given to athletes for travel, academic support, nutritional improvements. They're going to have $4.66 million go towards uh, charter flights. Four point three million dollars going towards food. You guys, you guys just see Scraby's face as he's yes, reading but why these. Yes, but where does it say in there that that's coming out of your taxpayer well, dollar? How did you get that in the first place? Because the UC schools are operated by the state of California, so we the tax money from us goes into UC. Now, please, before everybody crushes me for percentages and stuff like that, I am not an economist. Okay. I am you not. Just, you just stayed at a best best. I Western just read right the now. Los Angeles Times article <laughs> earlier today. I yes, just, but uh, nowhere in the article does it say that your tax dollars are going directly to pay for. If this. you would go back you're to forty five seconds ago, you would have just, heard my disclaimer in the beginning. I of heard the conversation. your disclaimer, but your disclaimer <laughs> is basically saying that I am worried as a taxpayer that they're going to be taking you. Forty five seconds ago, you said that. Five minutes ago, you said. Oh, did you read the article in the LA Times that said they're taking all the taxpayer money and having to pay for it? That's how I took it, because I feel like UC schools do get money. So you need to walk that back, at least for the moment. That's why I'm talking about it right now. I'm saying I don't know for sure. I told you guys, Scraby came in ready for violence Gavin Newsom was very upset by this on June 30th, according to this article. (laughs) Well, if Gavin's upset, then it's a bit Well, I mean, if the governor's commenting on it, that means that there's some sort of state money involved, right? Huh. I don't know. It's probably coming out of his party fund. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, this is a big fund. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Two forty-one on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. Thursday night football follows our show. We... Scraby is being incredibly annoying today. If you're wondering, yeah, he's uh, he's being. A he's walking funny. around here like the 49ers have already won the game no, by not. 21 points. I told you, you earlier. Totally I think that they're gonna. Are. I think that they're gonna lose. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. They it. always play terrible in Seattle. Stop it. Brock Purdy first real test on the road. We'll see. Scared to death. Yeah, I'm sure you are. The NCAA- and then he'll come in tomorrow. He'll come in tomorrow. I told you they were going to kick their butt. <laughs> I knew all along that they were going to just crush them. If they win, and we crushed them last night. If they, I mean, you know that's what you're going to say. So no, don't, don't, no. don't give me this malarkey that you're worried about. Malarkey. If they look at if they look anything like they've looked the last couple of weeks, we'll get a text at some point to, tonight. If they look like they did the last couple of weeks, they are going to crush. <laughs> they played great True. football. They, they've they've looked really good. Uh, the NCAA is also making moves. They uh, hired some some new leadership here. Uh, not a whole lot uh, changes. Charlie Baker. It looks like. Uh, will be the new what is it? Uh, president of of NCAA. What exactly do they do anyway now? Because make stupid it, decisions. It, it feels like the, all these schools and and conferences operate really on their own anyway. It feels like. And any time that there's a problem, they uh, they they put the NCAA in charge of deciding what to do, and the NCAA makes a decision that makes no sense to anybody. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, so. Whoever it is, it seems to me that, you know, whether it's Miles Brand or Dick Pound. Or I forgot whoever, about Dick Pound. No, I don't oh, think he man. was an NCAA guy. He was the, he was the, he was he the was Olympic FIFA. guy. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah, was the yeah. Olympic oh, guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, all of shout these. Shout out to Dick Pound. All of these. I just shouted him out. Well, I got to shout him out, too. All of these people that are in charge of these gigantic conglomerates. They don't make any decisions. Basically, they have people just handing them money to try and give them stuff. That's at least that's my feeling on it. I I, I don't, you know, it's like the head of FIFA, right? I mean, oh, I've uh, seen this guy. Wasn't he a governor or something? Who? He, yeah, he's the former governor of Massachusetts. Okay. He's uh, he's being replaced, so that's why he has more time. Yeah, well, whatever for him. I mean, he's just going to have people giving roll him out stuff of the to roll to, out of the uh, governor role right into the NCAA right into president another role. role that's similar. To like, governor. what makes him a, a a suitable replacement? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. I'm sure he has a friend in a high place. Is what it is. Well, he's going to have more free stuff landing on his doorstep than he knows what to do. Mark Emmert was the last NCAA president. He said the next NCAA president is going to need a lot of patience. Patience for what? You just sit there and you you wait. 
you basically, in my in my way of thinking of the NCAA, they 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 sit there in Kansas City in their big old building in the glass house, glass house, and they wait for situations to arise, and then both sides of the situation offer them, you know, freebies so that they'll rule in their favor. And whoever well, offers you the most stuff, it, you rule in their favor. That's all you have to do. It's funny. Uh, in the athletic article, going through uh, Baker's background, I said one of the one of the quotes in there is, um, or one of the statements I say is that although his hire is unconventional, he was not a sitting university university president or college athletic administrator. It highlights the importance of political expertise for an go. entity that has sought assistance. From federal lawmakers. Thank you, Tony, for helping me make a <laughs> point I couldn't clearly make on my own. Particularly around issues regarding name, image, and likeness. It's all going to be political, right? Yeah. So, I mean, whoever's got the most money, they have the most power. And these presidents just get moved around like... Uh, chess pieces. Chess Emma. pieces. The, the athletic board. article I saw earlier today, she had a really good quote, the, the author. So, um, she wrote... He hits all of the W columns, and no, that's not wins. He's white, well-educated, and wealthy, <laughs> which is true. He said I mean, not wins. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were assuming it was wins. If anybody's wondering, one of the reasons that we're talking about NCAA uh, new president Charlie Baker right now is because this is the spot in the show where we normally have a guest. Is there any particular reason, Tony, that you know of? That we are going guest free on this Thursday. It's a short day. We short never have day. guests on Thursday. Sh- we always have a guest. No, on we don't. Thursday. That was when John Heyman was there during the season. So now you're just not going to get us anybody. No. <laughs> you know, I just want to. You know, listen. We got I don't short, know what what's going on. We got on. a short show today. You know, it's just uh, let's, let's, let's all get along. Let's all get along. Yeah. Good luck with you that. <laughs> I think Chris woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I woke up on the right side of the bed, and he's mad about it. Well, I'm hoping tomorrow you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I would love to see it. <laughs> can you read the hour, please? This hour uh, yes. brought to you by Scraby. Scraby, yes, I, I can do that Thank for you. you. We can both read it. We have plenty of time. <laughs> so we don't have a guest. This hour. Oh, let me get myself together. All right. This hour on 97.3 Fan is brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms don't, even if your symptoms feel mild, ask for ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com. Uh, I got a question for you guys. I got. I got about two hours to figure this out. Geno Smith, obviously going up against. Didn't get that. Didn't try oh, again. Sorry, my my, <laughs> my my watch was uh. That was, was your watch. Was listening yes. to you? It was yes. listening to our conversation, and it, it, it said it didn't understand me. Um, Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence. Who do I start? Trevor Lawrence playing the Cowboys. Cowboys, I think, are are third against quarterbacks. Niners are one. Yeah, it's not Hammer really too many. Too. Not too many good choices here. I, I told you last night. Are you playing Evan Ingram again this week? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> After his dominating performance if, if a go, week ago, if uh, if my man from Philly comes off the IR today or this week, he's supposed to be uh, Dallas, Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Might put him. I in. might put him in. You got a lot of lineup decisions to make here. I do. I have game. time on that one. I don't this have time like, on this. These are one. concerns that Scraby and I do not have. No, we don't. Since we're not even in the playoffs. I told you last night. I, I think 
Trevor Lawrence is playing really well, and he's thrown seven touchdowns in the last three games, no interceptions. He's thrown nine touchdowns in the last four games with no interceptions. He's thrown for over 300 yards uh, my, my thing, two or here's four what, times. Here's what my thinking is. The Cowboys give up, uh, although their defense is really good, they still give up points. Yeah. Uh, we just saw the Houston Texans hang, what, 20, 28 on them or 27, one or two. Um so I'm I'm leaning towards Trevor Lawrence. Just, I'm being silent on this matter because I don't think there's any way I can possibly help you. Um, <laughs> Is that because I mean, of well, what I'm the guy that year? released Evan Ingram to put him on your <laughs> roster last week? Uh, I haven't made too many correct decisions. You know, I've always been. I'll just say one thing. I've always been somebody who just stays with my starting quarterback when I get to the playoffs. Geno Smith, who was your star? Yeah, Geno's been my guy all year. I mean, he has thrown four interceptions in the last three games. That's a lot. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, but what I'm he's kinda, done in the last three games doesn't have anything to do with what he may or may not do tonight. As much as I hate to see Scraby all giddy about his his team, I am a little feel, fearful, of, fearful of, of, of the 49ers. set of 49ers defense. Yeah. I have a stat in the Daily Gambit about their defense that might make oh, you a little bit more fear, fearful. <laughs> You're making the decision so much easier on this. Yeah. I, I really well, appreciate that. Dude, it is hard to go with Trevor Lawrence, though. <laughs> That's in the playoffs. It is. It, it definitely is. Uh, NFL news. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Micah Parsons giving bulletin board material to the, the Eagles. Uh, he he had a, a, an interesting quote. It's not interesting. He just said, I'm, I'm pretty sure they hate me at this point in Philadelphia. I, After, I still don't understand what they hate him for. I mean, he was basically asked, you know, what's the reason for the Eagles' success? Jalen Hurts or the team? And he said both. I, no, he did so not say did both. He le- he, I thought that's exactly what no, he Von said. No, Von Miller said both. Oh. And he wasn't asked. He he asked a question. Yeah, he brought it up. He asked a question to Von Miller, who was the one supposed to be asking the question. Oh, <laughs> so, so I got their voices mixed up then in the clip that I heard. Yeah, no, that was uh, I Von Micah Miller. Micah Parsons was saying, yeah, it's uh, partly Jalen Hurts and it's partly the team. So I didn't understand what anybody could be upset with him by. I think uh, I think Parsons' actual quote was, it's, it's, a, it's system and team is what he said, leaving – Mr. Hurst uh, out I of see. it. So okay. maybe he just needs a chip on his shoulder. I don't know. He might be one of those dudes that just has to make up something to, that irritates him so he can go out and play. But he doesn't seem like that type of dude. He, he seems, doesn't. He seems like a dude who just enjoys inflicting pain on, on quarterbacks <laughs> he really and, does. and running backs. But I, I don't know why you give the best team in the league, the, the MVP I don't front runner, any opportunity to be angry about something you said. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Not very good. Uh, the other uh, quarterback, there's a, lot of, a few quarterbacks banged up. You guys remember Mason Rudolph? Oh yes, I do. You guys remember he's been he's been kind of out of the loop for a little bit. Is he Pittsburgh. the one that hit Miles Garrett with his helmet? Yeah, no, it was the other way around. Off or the other way around? Yeah, uh, yeah. Really he was involved that. in that incident. I don't remember yes. exactly how it went down. He I, well, I remember the part that went down was him. <laughs> <laughs> he did go down. Yeah, he did indeed. Well, he's going to get another opportunity. If I should say, if uh, the Steelers' uh, starting quarterback Kenny Pickett is not able to go, Mason Rudolph, not Mitch Trubisky, will get the opportunity to start. It looks like so. Uh, well, at least he's getting support from some of the fellow wide receivers, particularly the one you mentioned yesterday, Scraby, Dante Johnson, who's not having a good season. Uh-uh. He's wishing to go back to the to the Mason Rudolph days because that was the last time he was really 
catching the ball consistently. Kenny Pickett like. doesn't throw to him very much. <laughs> Apparently not. He doesn't throw touchdowns to him. He gets like five catches for like 65 yards. And oh, no is this touchdowns. one of your guys too? No, no. I just uh, heard it on my podcast this morning. They were all making fun of uh, Deontay. Not making fun of him, but they are like, hopefully he can get one touchdown this season. Because he had eight last year. He's got zero this year. Uh, another story. I, I forgot to tell you guys about this one. But did you see Tom Brady is a little bit... Uh, angry at a San Francisco Chronicle article because they, they, uh, I guess they made note of him changing plays during the game and during like without the coach's approval and all this other stuff. Tom Brady, and so Tom was asked about that today. He said, "I have no idea. I mean, anybody can write anything and say whatever they want. So no, I'm not going to respond to every." Next question. Nor he should. I, I mean, is it, is it a surprise to me anybody that Tom Brady is changing plays sometimes at the line? What's he supposed to do? Call timeout and ask the coach if he can change the play? No. I, that, I, that, that seems like a, a weird... Um, I would think Tom Brady has the ability to change a play. Right. Here, here's more. Here's more. It rep- the, the story reports that Brady runs a separate meeting with the Bucks skill position players where he goes over the game plan and makes tweaks to it. Um, the report adds that this comes without the inclusion of head coach Todd Bowles or offense coordinator Byron Leftwich, which leaves the staff to discover changes in real time once the game begins. I see. Mm, interesting. Tom Brady ought to just be they, – they, they ought to just lock him up and throw away the key. <laughs> I, I, I think that's it. Scraby, Scraby is such a Tom Brady hater. I, I, I don't know. I'm just bringing up the news on I didn't write it. But you, you got, revel you, you, in this yeah, stuff. I was about to say, you – he definitely saw the article. No. stuff, and you take it such to heart. Yes, every time somebody takes a little, a little, a little, tosses a little rock in Tom Brady's direction, you love to to just. Uh, I made the turn that. on Tom because Have I don't. You? I don't like to bury people that are already dancing with one foot in the grave, and <laughs> oh, wow. and I'm not saying he's going to die. I'm just saying that he he's had a tough over, year. You think it's over for him? I, no, no. I just think he's had a really tough year, and I don't I like would. to pile on to people who have tough years. I mean, it's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, Guys are already away, down. He's still got a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. He's in first place in his division. Well, if he makes it to the Super Bowl, I'll be talking trash again. Oh. <laughs> yes, you will. Awesome. I think there'll be no... Awesome. How lucky for us. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. You'll be uh, quite perturbed that Tom is once again on top. That that does... You know, Tom has been a sore spot for you. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Why? Um, what did you do? You invented the COVID police just for Tom Brady. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I did because he was practicing in, in public parks in Tampa because they couldn't go to the facility. He was very upset. We've been upset with Tom for a couple years now. I told you I'm not going to dance on his grave anymore his until grave. he wins again. I love that you keep calling it a grave and this dude's in first place in his division. <laughs> He's under 500. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's got a chance. Borgwood and Chris on the way, 3 o'clock hour. Sweet stat in the Daily Gambit about the 49ers defense. Boom. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 